Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 23 in Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. O Lord, open our hearts to receive the message you have for us today. May we be moldable in your hands. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, in Matthew 23, we find Jesus reprimanding the Pharisees. These men were religious men and leaders in the community. They devoted their lives to living up to the religious standards they studied. However, their hearts were hard. Their acts were not acts of service as Jesus served. They thought more about themselves and their positions than helping people. Jesus talked about them as heaping heavy loads on their followers, but they didn't help them be successful in carrying those loads. Jesus accused them of being prideful. He called them blind fools and uses the phrase, woe to you. Well, I don't know about you, but I would hate to be called woe to you by Jesus. They had missed the mark. And Jesus' lamentation at the end of the chapter show, shows his sadness that these men were not after God's heart. In fact, they persecuted and killed prophets who warned them. And he knew they would soon put him on the cross too. In verse 37, he said, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, murdering the prophets and stoning those who are sent to you. How often would I have gathered your children together as a mother fowl gathers her brood under her wings, and you refused. His sadness is almost overwhelming when we reflect on this passage. Well, let's see what's happening in Acts chapter 23. Paul finds himself in front of the Sanhedrin council. He was about to be hit in the mouth when he talked poorly to a high priest. Paul needed to be cunning here to save himself, so he decided to cause a dispute between the Sadducees and Pharisees instead of pleading his case, which was going very poorly. The Sadducees don't believe in an afterlife, but the Pharisees did. So he talked about the afterlife, hoping it would help at least half of the crowd take his side, and it worked. There was such a ruckus that Paul had to be taken back to jail just to keep him safe once again. God shows his love and faithfulness to Paul by coming to him, encouraging him, and telling him his next step. He would be sent to Rome to tell the story of Christ there, which furthered the spread of Christianity. Meanwhile, the Jewish people were concocting a conspiracy to kill Paul. Well, God worked in this situation too by providing a way for Paul to be moved to Rome without danger. God's will was done in Paul's life as he sp spread the gospel even from jail. And his will can be counted on in our lives as well. No matter what the circumstances look like to us, God has a plan. Genesis chapter 45 is the beginning of a happy ending of our story of Joseph. Joseph, who could have remained bitter against his brothers, behaved just the opposite. He had every right to turn on them and give them what they deserved for almost killing him and then selling him into slavery. But again, we see that Joseph had a soft heart. He finally broke down and told them who he was. He immediately told them to not be angry with themselves for their actions long ago. 
He goes on to tell them that God sent him ahead of them to preserve them during this famine. He wants his father to come to him and provides the way to bring him back as well and abundant supplies to make the trip. He cries over his family, kisses them and hugs them. As a last farewell, he tells them to not quarrel with each other on their way home. He knows they will start blaming one another for selling him and treating him so poorly. How would they tell their father about what they did to him? Joseph displays so much wisdom and love as he sends them on their way. And when Pharaoh hears about Joseph's family, he gives them even more blessings to take to his father and ensures they will have the best land to live in next to Joseph. Israel is taken aback when he finds out Joseph is still alive and agrees to go back to Egypt before he dies to see him one last time. Well, in chapter 46, Israel is visited by God in a dream. God shows his love and faithfulness to him as he tells him he is blessing his reunion with Joseph and their descendants in the land of Egypt. It must have been difficult for Israel to leave his homeland when he felt the threat of not living much longer. But God ensured him that he would be with him. God assured him he would make him a great nation. So Israel took his whole family to Egypt, over 60 people in total, not counting the wives. Joseph met them in the land of Goshen. The homecoming between him and his father is all we could imagine. A lovely way to end this story. We find Joseph telling his family that they should tell Pharaoh they are keepers of livestock and have been for generations. Shepherds were considered an abomination to the Egyptians. Fun fact, the Egyptians were primarily vegetarians and thought those who raised animals for meat were detestable. Well, we come to the blessed 23rd song today. As we start this section, we leave one group of shepherds to read about our God, the shepherd. I'm going to read the psalm from my Amplified Bible because there are additional meanings here that are easily missed without the amplification of those words. The 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd to feed, guide, and shield me. I shall not lack. He makes me lie down in fresh, tender, green pastures. He leads me beside the still and restful waters. He refreshes and restores my life, my self. He leads me in the paths of righteousness, uprightness, and right standing with him not for my earning it, but for his name's sake. Yes, though I walk through the deep sunless valley of the shadow of death, I will fear or dread no evil, for you are with me. Your rod to protect and your staff to guide, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My brimming cup runs over. Surely, only goodness, mercy, and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. They will be to the length of my days the house of the Lord, and his presence shall be my dwelling place. You know, David often talks about sitting in the presence of God, and that is our glory as we are walking this earth to be able to sit in God's presence. He also talks about the love of God, which I mentioned I would share from the beginning. I will always point out God's love as he shepherds us through our lives. He is loving us all the way. Let us pray. 
Oh, Lord, thank you for gently shepherding us throughout our lives, providing all we need, including rest. You refresh and restore us, Lord. Help us receive all you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.